Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every single episode. My name is Corey Tyndall, and as always, I'm your host. And this week, I had New York City comedian and longtime friend Alex Aronson stop by to talk about blacking out. Um, he has a lot of experience in blacking out from college and work life and weddings, you name it. So there's a lot of great stories in here. We kind of dive into what he's been talking about um, and thinking about of why he, he ended up blacking out. So I thought this was really interesting. I thought there were a lot of really funny stories in this one. So I think you guys will enjoy it as well. Uh, make sure if you're in the city, you stop by his live show every single Tuesday called Big Wave Comedy in the East Village with former guest on this podcast as well, Drew Beekler. They run a really good show there. Um, and then check out his podcast, All Days Off, with other former guests of this podcast, Corey Yaskowitz, which you can find on all podcast platforms. As always, follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media. And please remember to like, subscribe, and share with a friend. And with that, let's get into the episode. Like we should be drinking beer right now. Yeah, like, that's probably true. Yeah, <laughs> fuck my cold. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck my cold. You're it's right. It's a cold. It's a cold. You're right. It's nothing else. Uh-huh. That yeah. doesn't sound like COVID. That's just a regular old cough. But cheers to the cheers Lacroix. Lacroix. You well, know what? That is like the the tricky part about comedy. Like, or let me let me rephrase that. The tricky part about being healthy while doing comedy, yeah, is that you have to turn down drinks mm-hmm. s- at least five out of every seven nights. Yeah, you can't go every night because as soon as you do, you're you're done. Because then you end up with the dollar slice at midnight, mm-hmm. and it's just a, a downward spiral. I'm never the one turning them down either. Um, I, I was always the guy when I had when I was paying, you know, college money for drinks, I would be the one the second we get to the bar, I'd be like, shots on me, mm-hmm. let's go. But now, like at comedy clubs or bars here, I'm not doing that. I'm no. just buying my own drinks. Yes. You know? And maybe a, a lady. A lady, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. even that, I'm like, right, next one's on you. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm a feminist. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. It is like, it's really just happened as I got older because I was the same type of person like in college at my house it was always my idea to do shots it yeah. was never granted my friends were all like computer programmers like i had to get them out of the room somehow <laughs> but the like the weird thing is though is like i have never blacked out i don't think it's possible to do so i am we like we should test that on I, this episode <laughs> i think <laughs> believe me i have tried a couple of times i either throw up or pass out or both before it happens there's yeah. no there's no autopilot yeah. like i am either at the wheel or i'm like totally crashed you're also you're a bigger guy i mean how i used to weigh quite a bit um <laughs> so maybe our weight was similar at one point yeah. but now i would always uh reach the blackout phase for sure yeah yeah no, I was, I think in college, my junior year of college is when I did my most drinking because we were living off campus. So we had the house, the house had a kegerator, had the whole bar. Like we had shot roulette mm-hmm. where you just like a bunch of different, you put a bunch of alcohol in it, you throw the ball around in it. Like, and I was 265 mm-hmm. at my most there. Yeah. Um, so that was always my theory is like, oh, I'm a little too big to black out. I'm going <laughs> to throw up or pass out or whatever, but now I'm at like 220 and yeah. like I I still I don't even come close. 
I mean, I wouldn't feel bad about it. I, I don't want to come into this. I, I'm not happy to be an expert on blacking out. Let's put it that way. Like, I don't take pride in this at all. It was a battle for me. I pretty much, last time I blacked out was on my 30th birthday, which felt fine. Like, that was okay. That was if you're going to black week. out, that's okay. Um, but I've gotten it more under control, you know, because I kind of had this thing where, like, everyone in college knew me as the blackout guy. Got it. Then once I started doing comedy, I was like, that can't be my reputation <laughs> I will not allow it to be uh, my reputation amongst everybody my, this new circle of people I'm gonna start hanging out with yeah but then you like meet other comics you're like oh I totally could oh, have been a blackout guy me, yeah. Yeah. they're way worse yeah, they're way worse I'm too much of an anxious mess to like be worrying about what I said or did that night so like, it's just one more thing I can't have on my mind is, yeah that is it, it's like to let people in a little bit it's more like co-working like comedy is more like co-working than like hanging out in college yeah where like, you know, you say something dumb to someone random at a party in college, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, whatever, I'm never going to see him again. Like, comedy would be like if you said something really stupid to a coworker at the Christmas party, mm-hmm. and there's no HR. I've but done that. There kind of is. Oh, you shit, have you just to- reminded me of another blackout story. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, my God. Well, so let's, let's, because I, I want to get into college blackout, too, and then All we right, can get cool. into professional that po- blackout. That was a professional blackout. Yeah, fuck. Oh, God. This is going to be a fucking sad oh, episode for me. Man, this is going to be great. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I could use a drink. I, yeah, hold on. We can pause and get beers if you want. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> well, so let's let's um, let's take a step back. Yeah. How would you describe your blacking out? Because I've met a few different people that have described it different ways. Sometimes people get like the brownout where they're like, I kind of know what's going on, mm-hmm. but I can't stop myself from drinking or saying stuff. And then you've got the people that are just like, I today's over like i'm i'm wandering around but nobody is home for the next three hours or so where where do you fall or yeah how does- i mean i've definitely had those full-on blackout nights where you wake up the next morning in bed and you're like i don't even remember leaving the pregame you know and those are the scariest i mean they're all scary yeah <laughs> especially like in college <laughs> i've had this realization that in college you're really just one one bad decision or just being in the wrong situation away from your life being ruined or you dying. Yeah. And I look back and I'm grateful that I made it out alive. But I've, yeah, my blackouts, they've ranged from those brownouts where I semi-remember things to just the full-on, like, you know, once you hit that certain point, just, uh, nothing. Just darkness. Straight blackness. Wow. Yeah. Was that at, like, the bar or were you going to, like, house parties? Where'd you go to college? I went to the University of Michigan. That's why I was shit-talking oh, you. Oh, like, that's uh, right. When you I were at that. the Michigan I, I that. should take that back. Guess um, where I was two weekends ago. Watching Michigan State beat them. Uh, I know. Well, look at the <laughs> rankings, buddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck them rankings. Yeah, the playoff committee doesn't know shit. It doesn't make any sense. They it's did all last week. Last week they were on fire. This week they don't know shit. <laughs> no, no, anything. Um... Michigan's a great place to black out. Oh, for sure. So, like, I, growing up in Michigan, my I went to Michigan Tech for school, mm-hmm. um, and our spring breaks never lined up. And your spring break, University of Michigan spring break, was always on St. Patrick's Day. It was always stupid early. Yeah. So we we would come down and celebrate <laughs> spring break with uh, with our buddies at at Michigan, and it was either people like greening out or blacking out. Yeah. It didn't, didn't matter. Like everyone was totally fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's a that school's a great mix of like partying and being a respectable university. You know, I, I did I did more of the partying part than I tried for sure. But well, you graduated, um, right? I graduated. There you go. Yeah, like a B B average or whatever. Beautiful. No one's ever asked me for my transcripts. <laughs> I don't think it fucking matters. Um, right. But yeah, Michigan. You hear was, that, kids? College doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Start doing comedy now. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, I was in a fraternity, so like first couple years of college was a lot of going to fraternity houses. And then Greek life in Michigan is like not that great. Like, it's pretty lame Greek life, man. Like, I wish I went to a school with better fraternities. <laughs> Nobody um, was like eating goldfish or anything? We're not talking oh, like no, we did that. Alabama? Oh, no, we okay. did that. All right. Uh, yeah, we, it was, I mean, yeah, we just ate a bunch of nasty shit for like pledging. It was a lot of throwing up. Checks um, but yeah, it was a lot of blacking out at house parties and blacking out at bars. You know, Ann Arbor's yep. got like two bars that we went to a lot. And so I, I blacked out all over. I've hit them all. I've hit them yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> Never blacked out at a game, though, which I'm proud of. Or at Very like a nice. tailgate. You weren't starting For whatever reason, then. like during the day, when it's not, when it's light out, something about my brain stays the, on. The sun is probably yeah. like, you know, keeping you a little bit more with alert yeah Yeah. for sure i've had the brownouts during football games yeah but i've never like fully not (laughs) like eight hours of drinking and then watching a football game i mean when you were there you probably should have started to forget those games we had i mean one of our the best years we've had in a long time was when i was there was when we went to the sugar bowl that's true And the last time we beat ohio Uh, state was when i was there Um, but the first two years the rich rod years with uh tate forcier were not uh the greatest years in michigan yeah but denard had some good years those were yes yep this is not a college football podcast maybe we have to do another one of those at at another point maybe if 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 michigan and michigan state get into the playoff maybe we'll do a college i know much more about blacking out than i do about college football there we go we won't change topics perfect um greek life so that was also like when i was in college the closest i came to blacking out was when i was dating sorority girls Mm -hmm. and they would have like their pinning barrel or whatever and yeah the it's the jungle juice Mm -hmm. that would get me it's just like jungle juice for those that didn't go to a stupid state school. Those are their fucking losers that never had jungle juice. It's literally just like a couple of the canisters of the pink lemonade powder, and then just every alcohol you could think yeah. of, and the cheapest shit. Like we're and if talking you're really lucky, some Xanax sprinkled yeah, in there. there. You go. <laughs> Hopefully, you know that going in. Though. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the nice part about that, though, the, and the reason I never quite blacked out is because there was so much sugar in it, mm-hmm. and I would just throw it up. Yeah. So were you, like, taking shots? Were there, like, was there stuff I didn't have access to that was, like, keeping me from blacking out at these parties? Because I never joined a frat or anything. No, I think you're just uh, more put together mentally than I am. No. Like, looking back on it, <laughs> looking back on it, like, I never understood. I never went in every night with the intention of I'm blacking out. Mm. Like, that was never my plan. You know, we would we would say things like, "Oh, I'm gonna get so fucked up tonight, I'm gonna black yeah, out." Right. But I'd be like, "Yeah, like I don't want to black out, but I'm probably going to." It was like, I think for me, it was it was more looking back now, having spoken about it with my therapist. You know, yep. you I blacked out because I felt uncomfortable in these social situations, which is really smart for somebody with you know some anxiety in social situations to join a fraternity, right? <laughs> you're um, you're pushing off the anxiety, yeah, to the next day, yeah. So like, I was an insecure younger guy, and I just like drank to feel comfortable to loosen up to get some yep. courage which a lot of people do <laughs> yeah but i guess it took more for me <laughs> and then by the time I, got, I would have maybe 20 minutes of feeling comfortable and with it and talking to people before it went to blacked out you know that fast yeah like, i legitimately, mean it's just hit you i remember there was one night out at scorekeepers or skeeps which is like one of the big bars yep and i hit like the perfect level of drunk i was like i just gotta stick to this every time you're, pong, you're crushing it <laughs> yeah Those. i was like this is perfect level of drunk and it just never stayed that way so i mean i think i would drink whatever like we did a lot of just you know eyeballing pouring handles oh, of yeah. disgusting vodka into a red solo cup so like 151 yeah and when we were pledging like our brothers would make us like chug so like it was inevitable 
at times or you're going to black out, but it was never my intention, you know, because I never, I never enjoyed it. Good things didn't happen, you know? So, well, then, no, I, don't, I don't think you, I don't think we had different tools. I think I just, uh, I was irresponsible and took I, it too far. But how much of that was social, right? Because like thinking back on my house parties, like my friends were, like I said, computer programmers. Mm-hmm. It was always my idea for them to drink more. Yeah. So when I was done drinking, I didn't have anyone else telling me to continue right. drinking. I mean, I guess I had a couple of those friends, but like, you know, it just didn't didn't happen very often. Like, how often were you like, I'm gonna keep going, and how often was it just like you're getting handed stuff and you don't really have an option? Because I feel like that's how a lot of people in college at least black out. Yeah, I mean, my friends were a bunch of degenerates. Like, all smart <laughs> like guys. Like most University of Michigan students. Oh, 100%. And, like, I don't, yeah, a lot of them were degenerates. <laughs> Many of them went on to be now. It's it's so funny to look at my dumbass <laughs> friends who are, like, lawyers and, like, high-powered executives at banks and shit like that. But, yeah, they were degenerates. Like, it was a dick-measuring contest. So, like, you're going to yeah. chug this? You're going to finish that? Um and, you know, I think I thought of myself as like a tank, but really I think I just wasn't. I was actually like a pussy when it came to alcohol, but I didn't want to stop drinking. I like the act of drinking. Yes. I like the, obviously like getting a little buzzed, but the blackouts were just, you know, it just, I, it's like you look back and you're like, it's like, I don't even remember a single night out of college. Like, what did I, I don't remember any, <laughs> any fun experience at college. Honestly, the only ones I remember are when like my friends blacked out. Yeah. Like that's, those are the only ones that were like memorable enough that it got through. But that's, I think that's how most people remember college, right? They're like, yeah, it was a hazy four years, but I guess it's fun. I well, don't know. The problem is like once I started, made my reputation as oh, Ron Aronson gets fucked up. Like it became an expectation, you know, I started getting I like a drunk nickname. Like my friends started calling me Ronnie. Um, and so like, what does be- that mean? So my last name's Aronson. It started off, they dropped the A and just called me Ronson. Okay. And then it turned to Ronnie. So got it. Um, and so it just became like this uh, expectation that, you know, Ronnie's going to get a black out. And I, Ronnie, I never let him down. Ronnie. I never let him down. No, you can't let him down. But if there was ever a night where I didn't black out and somebody else did and like went to the hospital or did something dumb, I was like, fuck yeah, not me this time. <laughs> that guy's such a boot. That guy's, that guy's got, got problems. <laughs> <laughs> so how often did that like screw you over with women? Like um, did, would, did they like when you were just partying your ass off or were they like... Nah, that guy's too crazy. I don't want anything to do with him. Yeah, I'm not going to say I got much ass in college. <laughs> I don't know how much it had to do with drinking too much or me just being kind of a, you know, insecure whatever and uh so I don't know. I certainly like Yeah, I mean, once you get to a point where you're so blacked out you can't even like fucking talk to anybody like no girl's gonna be interested then you know so I'm, I, it, it surely so didn't hot. help he didn't speak any yeah. english look at him there. drooling that guy's so hot um so it certainly it didn't help um but i think there were it, it was more complex why i didn't get laid than just you know than just being so drunk all right that could be another podcast why, <laughs> yeah. why didn't alex get laid i'm also an expert at not getting laid years. in college yeah <laughs> funny that's what yaskowitz wanted to do too no, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no he's a king of that he's an expert of that now yes. we kind of switched places i feel like yasko did okay in college and i didn't and now the roles of uh roles have changed Oh man, his impression of uh, Carmelo Soprano <laughs> wasn't getting, wasn't doing any magic. No, for him. yeah, oh Furio, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, 
Well, so what do you have for for story? Do you have any like moments in college that like stand out? And I realize it's kind of like a an ironic thing to ask for a story of you blacking yeah, out because yeah. you obviously don't remember it. Yeah, but like it's funny because like I would get to the point of blacking out and doing dumb shit where my friends would be like, "Hey, do you want to know what you said or what you did last night?" I'm like, "No, like just don't." Tell oh, me, you man. know how many? How long did it take to get to that point? <laughs> like a semester. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, let me think. An actual college blackout. Well, there's a funny story about the consequences of how much I blacked out and my parents figuring it out. Die. This is kind of like a funny. I was in a Jewish fraternity. I'm Jewish, okay. and we would partner with like the Hillel House once a year to do like a Shabbat dinner party. <laughs> Amazing. We were cool. We were a cool fraternity. Yeah, I swear to God, yeah that's life. what everyone at U of M says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would invite over one of the Jewish sororities, um, and we would have like a Shabbat dinner that would turn into just like straight up, you know, debauchery, and we would all just be, yep. you know, slapping the wine bag, whatever. So I don't really remember this, but I got very drunk, and I guess slipped and like broke my ankle. Um, and the next morning, like went to the hospital and I think that was the, that was the first time I went to the hospital (laughs) freshman year. Um, and then, you know, my parents were like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, like you got to figure something else out. Like you you just do something else besides drink every day. Like go to a movie. (laughs) I'm like, what? Like stay away from stairs. Yeah. You want me to like go to my frat bros? But guys, the new uh, X-Men movies out. Fuck this mixer we got. Like, let's go see a movie. (laughs) Um, So dealing with like the, the, the fallout of like your parents figuring out of all the dumb shit you were doing. I guess one funny blackout was uh, it was our big brother night. Uh, in college and um, I got my big brother I was pretty disappointed he was kind of a loser um, I was like oh this is how you guys see me like this is my big so whatever the whole point is like you end up getting big for non-college people like fraternity big brother right. like supposed to be like yeah. sort of a guide through college right yeah well after this night well, he was like I don't want to associate with this kid ever again <laughs> not like a real like you know genetic brother uh, showing yeah. up here yeah no my big brother was <laughs> right. not there he was at a much better college <laughs> being much more disappointing your parents less yeah yeah um so I mean the whole point of this thing is to get fucked up we had like it was three it was me my big and his big so my fucking lineage was there and between the three of us we had like 30 beers and a liter of vodka or whatever amazing and you know probably crushed that in the span of like a couple hours and then i don't i didn't really smoke pot in college i mean went upstairs and my my big had like a huge bong i was like yeah fucking ripped the bong dude did that started having a fucking panic attack yeah my heart was racing like crazy this is where i started to like finally black out and they take me to the hospital puke all over this kid's car Oh. He wasn't even my big. Oh. He was like, he was another kid in the fraternity. Damn. And I'm just like fucking spewing, puking everywhere. I'm wearing a Michigan Greek Life shirt with my pledge <laughs> pin on it, going to the hospital. <laughs> and so I wake up the next morning. Um, apparently, I had somehow like pulled out my IV and there was just IV fluid all over my bed. And oh, the nurses, shit. nurses were like furious at me. And I'm freaking out because I'm wearing my Michigan Greek Life shirt with my pledge pin. I was like, I just got our our frat kicked off campus. Like yeah. I just fucked everybody and it didn't yeah. happen. Like a social worker came and talked to me and I was like, you're not going to ask about the Greek life thing at all. Okay, cool, cool. Wow. Um, so it's hard to then show up to, you know, the frat house the next day. After yeah. That. Yeah. I just thought of a better story. I could literally, I could do this for three hours. Now that I think about Please. it. Please. I mean, this was before I got initiated. <laughs> this was during pledging. Our last event was stripper night. Where they bring all the people who are pledging, they bring in the strippers, 
and they do a strip show, whatever. Like looking back, it's like fucking nasty. But like it's basically <laughs> like a bachelor party, but with like seventy dudes, and um, most of them are like straight up eighteen, yeah. barely even yeah. adults. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I, I um, <laughs> my last memory is the strippers getting on stage. And uh, my friends, I got, got a front row seat for you, buddy. <laughs> and so all, I heard this all secondhand the next day. Um, apparently, I had to piss, but didn't want to get up and go to the bathroom. No. So instead, I just started pissing on to the stage. <laughs> like, like, not in your pants. Stage. Like, no, you no, took no, it just out. Just sitting down, dick out, like, pissing wow. on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, still that got a bid. Amazing. Still got a bid to <laughs> On top of that, later on in the night, I guess I was wandering around the house. I was like puking everywhere, and I pissed on a initiated brother's clothes. Just was like pissing what? on his clothes. Still got a bid. I'm just like that fucking likable that I still got a bid to fraternity. That's uh, yeah, that and how in desperate need the Jewish fraternity was. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like competitive. I took somebody's spot, yeah. which was crazy. Wow. But I, the anxiety after that was just. I was so embarrassed. I was like, I'm gonna have to transfer schools. I'm not gonna get into any fraternity here. You know, I'm gonna have to look get at out a here. woman for six yeah. months after that. So that was actually I can't believe that one didn't come to mind first. That was the uh that was the worst one. That what was is, what is the next day like? Are you so hungover that you're like, I can't even think about it? Or it's brutal. It's yeah. just the the like dread the next day and it, that's so much easier as a kid like 18 years old like, like if, that I, if that awesome. happened to me yeah. now i think i'd kill myself oh yeah like, and like i <laughs> be the end of me yeah despite how immature i was with drinking i guess i had a mature view of how inappropriate like it is to get like that so like my anxiety was through the roof i'd you know like depressed just like freaking out it made college very difficult you know it was, yeah. it was brutal um you know i thought that you know i just blew it with this fraternity um but then you look at it and you're like, yeah, I was probably one of the worst that night. But then there was also like probably five other kids that were puking and pissing everywhere. I just happened right. to piss in front of strippers and piss on, you know, a brother's clothes. Made the biggest show of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So every Damn. that's the problem. Everyone knew my name after that, you know, and that's that's not, you know, we're comics. We like attention. It's not the kind of attention I want. No, to, no, to no. We like myself. controlled attention. Yeah, 100%. When we're the ones who yeah. are deciding what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Man, that is, I mean, that's just so far out of the scope of anything that we even had in college. Yeah. So, like, Michigan Tech, super far up north. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's a it's a hockey school. Like, we would get 300 inches of snow, yeah. and it was really just a bunch of dudes. Like, by senior year, the, the guy-to-girl ratio was 14 to 1. Mm -hmm. And so, like, all we did was sit around and drink. But it was, like, it was never this, like... See, I feel like Michigan and some of these really good schools kind of have like the weeknights are a little tamer, but then the mm -hmm. weekends get really crazy. Yeah. Where like up at up at Tech, it was just like a constant buzz mm -hmm. for four years. So nobody got too crazy except um, during Winter Carnival, which is just like it's this weekend in the beginning of February. The school shuts down for a Thursday, Friday. They bring dump trucks worth of snow in from the mountains mm -hmm. and everyone makes like ice sculptures and shit on campus. And it's like it's nuts. But they also like turn the center of campus into this giant dance floor and they make speakers out of ice. Yeah. And out of ice. Out of That's ice. So it's these like 20 foot tall speakers uh -huh. that are just made out of snow and ice. And it's like it gets to the point where like 
the cops aren't there to stop people from drinking. They're there to stop people from dying. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. If you could you walk by a cop with a handle of Captain Morgan and he mm-hmm. does not give a shit. Yeah. That's that's the type of thing that happens. And it's one time a year. It's like the school is like, all right, you guys do this, and then the Razi kids, you could pay five bucks and get an all you can eat breakfast in at four in the morning or right. whatever. It stays open all night. But my buddy, uh, Brian would black out and he was one of those guys where he's like totally normal Mm -hmm. and then just like a switch goes off and he's fucking done that's me yeah Okay, so Brian, there's, there's no there's no slow no. build up for you. And people it was are always just like, like, what happened to fucking Aaronson? And people were always <laughs> shocked because I'm a like when I'm sober and especially in college and high school, like I was very introverted. Like I was a quiet, mm. unassuming kid. And then once I got going, it was like I was a totally different person. So it really like shocked people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I could because that's that's what would happen with him. And so, like my senior year, that winter carnival, um, my buddy's girlfriend was coming up from up from downstate, and she literally like packed a minivan full of women to come up. Mm-hmm. There's no women in our grade, so just like <laughs> we turned my buddy's girlfriend into a pimp essentially. <laughs> so like we're all hanging out at my house because I got like the keg or whatever, and this guy Brian, like all of a sudden he he just gets fucking. Some switches we and the girls weren't ready for it and mm-hmm. like we kind of knew it was coming but we weren't sure yet and somehow he goes like he, we're just sitting at the table and he slaps his hand out he goes I want to pierce my ear and we're like <laughs> what and he yeah, goes yeah. I'm gonna pierce my ear my buddy uh, my roommate didn't know him super well so he was like. He was drunk and he went and got rubbing alcohol on a needle and was like, fucking do Let's it. Fucking do it. You're yeah. not going to do it. Fucking yeah. do it. It's like a challenge. But like, Brian was blacked out. So he mm. was going to do it. And my buddy had no idea. And so like, he is like, he, he dips the, dips the needle in the rubbing alcohol. One of the girls goes, I actually just lost an earring. So I have an extra one in my bag. You can use that. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, I'm fucking in. He's like putting it in. It goes through the first half of the earlobe and then on the way through the back part of the earlobe he like screams yeah and then starts just like flopping around like this drunk fish and then starts drinking the rubbing alcohol <laughs> so we're like wrestling him he's got like a needle in his ear like all these women from downstate are like what the fuck is yeah going where on? are we yeah he ended up flipping our table and then running out into like literally 10 degree weather and he ran two miles home he just ran home he just ran home it yeah. was like 10 degree weather just like didn't get his coat i think he had shoes on already but that was like that was about as crazy as it got in terms of blackouts at my school. And it was just like for one special weekend that mm. it happened. It sounds to me like your weekends were like every weekend. It was maybe uh, not every weekend, but like it was a lot. Like not I don't want to make it seem like every weekend I was I was like pissing all over <laughs> people's clothes. Um and I never I'm glad to say I never did something like that where I really like altered my body or like, you know, <laughs> no tattoos, no tattoos regret. or like stupid decisions like that. Um, I was probably even too inebriated to like say tattoo. Um, wow. So like, um, but yeah, you're good friends. That yeah. was <laughs> like, that's how those people end up with tattoos. But yeah, there was always I mean, we binge. I was binge drinking. It was a lot. It oh, was yeah. every weekend. At, you know, once a week during the week. You're right. It wasn't like consistent during the week. Like I, I went to visit Indiana, 
and they like did happy hour. I'm like, you guys do happy hour? Like after class, you just go and oh, you, yeah. like, immediately start. Oh, we like, started at three yeah, o'clock. Yeah, like we didn't do that. <laughs> or maybe like I, me and my friends didn't. Um, we, we held it to like the nighttime, but... We yeah, the weekends a, we were intense. We had a keg in our house. It was just like, yeah. all right, class is over. Get some drinking. Yeah, no, the weekends were intense. <laughs> it was, uh, man, looking back, people say they miss college. But I, don't fucking, I don't miss college at all. Like, I could never go back to, yeah. to that life again. Yeah. Sounds exhausting. Yeah. Just... So what was that transition like out of college into the working world? Because like... So I guess I don't know what you did right out of college. Mm-hmm. Like, did you go work in an office? Did you move to the city? Because you're from Long Island. I'm from Long Island. I left college with an internship at an ad agency. Okay. Um, so I did that that summer and like commuted from Long Island and then got a full-time job at another agency like mm. that winter and then moved into the city. Um, so I was working like corporate jobs at ad agencies. Well, my first, first thought with ad agency is like Mad Men. Like everyone's just yeah. borderline blackout oh, the yeah, entire time. I was banging time. my secretary with, uh, <laughs> what's that actor's name who plays, uh, not, not, uh, fuck the other John guy. John is... Yeah, not is the other guy. Um, um, oh, shit. The white haired dude. The white haired dude. Love that guy. Sterling? Roger. Roger Sterling. Roger yeah. Sterling, yeah. The so, best character on that oh, show. Oh, he was great. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it was nothing. I was in pharmaceutical advertising at the beginning, so it was literally could not be further from Mad Men, and I hated it so much. And people were like, "Well, then why are you doing advertising?" I was like, "I thought it'd be a fucking Mad Men. Like that's why I'm doing advertising." That's fair. Um, but then I switched to an agency that was a more like you know, I was working on like the TD Ameritrade account. It was a fancier, more upscale mm-hmm. agency, and they had liquor accounts and beer accounts. Like most interesting, uh, Dos Equis was one of their clients. So, like there was always alcohol accessible in the office so there was definitely more of like a drinking culture there and everyone was like if you actually liked working at an agency i don't you don't work at an agency like i no i can't imagine people like really enjoy it um i guess people do it's brutal does anyone it's, enjoy any corporate job i mean, I mean people like, say they do and i don't really believe them but the people on wall street don't enjoy their job they enjoy, they enjoy the, the money, money yeah 100%. and then they enjoy the cocaine that they buy with exactly the money. yeah it's like all right um <laughs> you hate your job right yeah now. be real sure. But these these nice agencies would throw these ridiculous like holiday parties and all these like open bar at Tao downtown nightclub yep. just to like make you forget how fucking miserable you are really right. and how much you hate your job. Um, that was my um, my ex girlfriend's company ended up like as like a uh, a thank you gift to every employee flew every single employee and this was like a ten thousand person company to. I think it was Atlanta to see a Katy Perry concert. <laughs> and like the whole thing round for like the whole deal, like food and everything would have been like, I think it was like six grand a person. And I was like, it made me so mad. Cause I was like, why don't they just give you six grand? Yeah. Like if I'm going to get something that's worth six grand mm-hmm. now, like looking back on it, they definitely got a deal. Yeah. Like they sure, were a big yeah. company that big. Like it probably only cost them like 600 bucks mm-hmm. a person. But I was like, I hate the corporate gift. Like here, have a party, have lunch, have mm-hmm. all this stuff. I was like, no, no. How about you don't make me hate my life yeah. and then I'll go buy whatever I want mm-hmm. later. But I don't know. Maybe that's the comedian side of me. That's no, just yeah, like, I, mean, I feel you. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, at these first couple jobs out of college, I tried to convince myself that I liked it and I was into advertising. And so, like, I, I forced myself to, like, semi-enjoy, like, these being social with your coworkers. Um, but then once you start to not like the job, you're like, fuck, I don't want to spend more time with you guys than I, yeah. than I need to, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, if you like the people you're with, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. But 
especially like i mean who's going into ad sales right it's probably the people you were in the frat with yeah well these were before, this was so. like creative agencies so oh, like, i gotcha it was it wasn't as like dry i guess as ad sales and there was like creativity involved but i was like an account manager slash like producer it was it was boring it was so boring i hated it so that's when you get off of work and you yeah. go drink and then you go drink yeah <laughs> like, like not like so much during the week like it would really it would be restricted mm-hmm. to weekends i had a i had a girlfriend after college and um you know she did not black out no, and it wasn't her thing. i still did all the time <laughs> when we went out she loved that no that was her favorite uh, activity was taking care of you black no out. definitely not and i i met her when i was studying abroad i went studied abroad in argentina and like thank god i blacked out only one night in argentina mm. it was like one of my first nights there and i was like you cannot do that again yeah. you're in a foreign country you barely speak spanish you barely speak That's english you when you're drunk kidnapped yeah so like start flying co- planes of cocaine i managed yeah ex- <laughs> i managed to get under control for those four months in argentina which was good so she didn't really see that i was kind of i'm just this is just coming to me now a relationship that ended like oh. six years ago um so she yep. never really saw that side of me, I guess. And then post-college, you know, I, I still didn't have my shit under control. Um, so, yeah, she saw me black out quite a bit. And she she was not into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like, so going out, I guess, when when were you getting blackout as a quote-unquote professional? Not a professional at blacking out, but like a work professional. Were you Was that like the weekends you're going out with your, your buddies from like back home? Or like, what is that dynamic like, especially um, like with old time friends? Because like, I don't have any friends from back home that lives that live here, so I don't really have the nobody. Nobody has seen me in college. Right. Like when I was in college, nobody's there to like be like, no, dude, we used to like, you know, mix a bunch of shit together and then try and chug it, and it's yeah. like nobody's doing that to me anymore. No, I mean, all my weekends were spent with my college friends. Like it was very rarely. I, I lost touch with a lot of high school friends. Um, so it was all my college buddies who like, you know, you have this realization that like a lot of your college friends, I, I have some friendships that I really value and I'm like really close sure. with some of these guys, but a lot of them, they're just your drinking buddies. And so like you hang out with them and you get drunk and like, it was just like, we were still in college. So I, I was rarely hanging out with like coworkers. It was at the holiday parties that I would get drunk. Um, yeah. But on the weekends, like on a regular weekend, it would be like my girlfriend and her friends and my friends and uh, I'd be blackout, you know, <laughs> and they're like, oh, Alex, you know, um, there he goes again. So yeah, it was always the college friends were the trigger. And it's probably not not to put the blame on them. Um, but, you know, you go back to what, you know, it's like you've known me yeah. as this guy for four years. Why change now? So it's probably unsurprising that once I got into comedy and started hanging out with them less and hanging out with a new group of people that I was like, all right, it's time to reestablish, you know, who you are. Um, so yeah, You found was, the nicest boy in comedy, Corey Oscar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, it was also like my friends were big going into clubs. And like I said, like, I'm, so, I'm just like a little socially insecure at times, especially around people I don't know. And then like trying to hit on girls. I was just terrible Clubs at it. Just impossible I hated it. And so like, it was anyway. even more motivation to just like remove myself from the situation by drinking a lot. Smart. Yeah. Smart. No, not smart, but I should just knock on or no, made new I friends. Mean, or there is, yeah. <laughs> removing yourself else. is the smart part. Oh, I mean, re- like, removing <sighs> myself by getting so blackout that you're not there anymore. You know, oh, I got that's you. what I'm saying. Like, I see what you're you saying. know, like the pressure to be social and not worry about what people are thinking about me it goes away when you're yeah. when you're very drunk. Do you yeah. think it was self sabotaging? Oh, 100%. percent you just like, all right, I'm going to be miserable here. So totally. I'm just going to black uh, out and yeah. ruin everyone else's night. And then know how, <laughs> no, I'll feel terrible tomorrow. And it's just like, it's something you can count on. You know yeah. how you're going to, you know, there's no, 
It's sometimes it's scary <laughs> to do something new, even if it uh, even if it'd be better for you. So yeah, it was definitely yeah. self sabotage. I feel that. Yeah. So tell me more about the the holiday parties. Sure. Yeah. This is fun. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh God. I, I'm thinking about it now. Like these are some, what I just told you about. Like the. <laughs> my fraternity like I don't know if I've spoken with that like outside of like my college of therapy with Corey yeah, Tindall seriously and, I mean uh, I, think, I don't even think my therapist knows my, my, yeah um, the funny one at maybe I'll get more downloads if I just do a therapy session with yeah, comics probably yeah, honestly um, I feel like a lot of comics have can, can share some of these blackout stories oh, yeah. too but I um, delinquents the holiday party one I'm not gonna say which company I was at no 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 please please don't make me beep these names out take more time it was a holiday party I don't really I don't know this was in probably 2015 2016 and I was blackout leaving the party I don't remember this apparently one of my coworkers saw me the global head of HR at this international the best person company. to black yeah. out in front of I said something along the lines of hey pretty lady where are you going wow <laughs> that was oh. the head of global <laughs> HR yeah I had no idea this happened worry, until the, the next day small. don't worry don't worry about it. Oh, my God. It was a fucking... It was... When I heard that, I didn't hear it until the next day at the office. Like, I almost puked on the spot. That's just you know? an instant throw up the next day. I was like, how am I still here? Why am I still employed by this company? Well, then... Thankfully, the- this HR lady had a good sense of humor, I guess. <laughs> and um, You were probably, yeah. like, much younger than her, too. Oh, yeah. I was, so like... totally non-threatening. Yeah. I was, like, 23, 24 at this point, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I bet every day for, like, a month after that just terrified to go into work god it's it's I, brutal it's, i've never done anything like that but even when at work i've said something like the first four years of my working career in new york was a a uh me habitually stepping over the line between what i could say at a comedy club and what i could say at yeah, work for sure and so like even when i said something stupid there and it was never really that bad it was yeah. just like the next week i'm like oh my god i'm gonna get talked to it's yeah. only a matter of time and you just like work sucks even more and then you drink more and it's a spiral. It's definitely a spiral. Um, so yeah, that was my holiday party story. <laughs> oh, I, I thought of that one walking over here. I was like, oh, obviously, yeah, that's a fucking... That's a good one. It's funnier now looking back, but yeah, like for years after that, not even just months, I mean, like that was, you know, you hold on to that. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Yeah. I really did that. Yeah. So were you ever the worst person at the holiday party? Because that's that's what people remember at the holiday yeah. party is like, who was the worst? Second worst, totally forgotten about. I was definitely always the, probably the second or third worst. Like, there were always people who, like, you know, puked on the dance floor. Like, unfortunately, I was never a puker when I was drinking. Um I was more of a urinator. Saving grace. <laughs> um, but yeah, I you never just spilled a drink on your pants. Yeah, yeah. Give me another one. Um, <laughs> but no, there was always like somebody like collapsed and went to the hospital. So like, oh well, that takes wow. takes the pressure off me. That takes all the attention. Do you hear what that guy did? He went to the hospital. <laughs> like, yeah, but you remember when you said the intro? Like, hey, I didn't go to the hospital. I heard though. it was that guy yeah. too. Yeah, I heard he was funny. On the intro, lady. Yeah. So was... yeah, I was never the worst. Um, but always in like the top 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 five percent, top percentile. It's only a matter of time before those holiday parties. I think holiday parties are just kind of canceled now. Like, especially with the remote work and, like, all this other stuff. And, like, there's happy hours and stuff. But that was always, like, there was always something weird that happened at every holiday party. And one of my old coworkers, actually, one of his former companies, 
his boss straight up said, like, if I hear about anything, you're mm-hmm. fired. Not yeah. even a question. I don't want to hear excuses. If someone comes to me and says, you did something stupid, you're done. And I mean, yeah. they were the best behaved salespeople mm-hmm. in the history of salespeople. Because I mean, they get after it. They shouldn't have. <laughs> I mean, especially this day and age. Like, when people are getting fired for shit they said on Twitter or for having a public meltdown whatever. Like, yeah, I would never... I don't think I've been to like an organized company event in a long time that was centered around drinking, but I would, I'd be very careful. Yeah. Well, that was my, sort of my saving grace in my last company was, um, the two people that would get drunker than I would were my bosses. Mm-hmm. So I would go out with them and it was probably in a year and a half. I threw up in the office bathroom, like three or four times mm-hmm. but it was always my boss's fault because he kept buying me right. shit yeah and so it's just like boy i feel like death i look like death i'm not getting anything done and then i'd look across the office and he looks like a corpse yeah and it's like cool i guess mike and i aren't doing anything today oh, man. being hungover <laughs> there is nothing worse than being hungover in an office yeah i mean absolutely nothing worse. that is tough yeah. aside from getting an intern to buy you a sausage egg and cheese <laughs> okay, on a yeah, bagel. I, I never that's, had that that's okay that's the only nice part it's just like i don't think i've ever had an underling of any sort at a job so i can't can't relate to that part uh that was funny too because the intern was like a hundred times smarter than all of us like yeah. he was at some ivy league school he's working at deloitte now and it's just like he was our hangover bitch boy yeah, for I mean, a couple of months so you get started you know oh shout out gate hit me up gate when <laughs> your name is gate gate i won't say his last name no but, no, but like g-a-i-t like yeah like walking gate yeah, uh g-a-i-t yeah interesting um good kid he set up our phone system and i can uh, picture got the patagonia vest that he wears oh yeah, 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 yeah. his like his parents owned a vineyard like <laughs> that we're talking i had no problem bullying him because no, he's gonna be my boss vineyard. For, yeah, yeah it's gonna be the president someday so. <laughs> president gate oh my god <clears throat> so i was like yeah not not blacking out but throwing up it's a little easier to hide throwing up like you can look like death but you always have plausible deniability mm-hmm when you're feeling that sick unless you're like throwing up in the office which i never got to that point no nah, i never threw up in the office i i like i said i rarely hang up throw up the like that night or the next morning the only time i'd really throw up from drinking was at our football tailgates when like yeah you'd only be drinking beer and you'd be doing beer funnels and then you at some point you get too much beer in your stomach a lot and of zero carbs, food you're gonna you're gonna puke it up yeah damn so what uh so you'd like where's your your work situation now are you like work from home do you still like how do you navigate those parties now because i'm assuming you don't normally black out i've never seen you black out i've known you for what three four years at this point yeah i've made it a concerted effort to um to not do that anymore i've had my slip-ups um but um yeah it's just like like i said i think i just started becoming more comfortable with myself and understanding why i would black out and then it was easier to to get under control but like yeah, I work I work part time from home and it's it's I like this job, I like the company a lot, and they don't have like much of a drinking culture, which mm. is fine with me. Like th- like those ad agencies, people would think it was the coolest thing you could just go grab a Heineken at like five o'clock and I'm like now that I have this job and even before when I was in the office, like you don't you don't miss I don't really miss any of that. I didn't need yeah. that. You know, I just don't mixing it was nice, to, I guess, to have a beer, but it's like, why are we still even here at seven o'clock? You know, that is part of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what if we could drink in the office, or we could go like just downstairs to the bar that's literally next door, yeah. and have ten times more fun. Yeah, not even pretend to work, but um, I guess going back to 
to what we kind of started on now i mean like you're not you're not working at a company with drinking culture but you're in an art form where drinking is the thing there's drink minimums Mm -hmm. like there are producers with drink tickets that are forcing you to take drink tickets drink tickets and drinking problems yeah Yeah. and then they're like let's do shots and you're like it's a fucking tuesday yeah but they don't have like they do that full time so like how do you how do you kind of balance how do you navigate that do you straight up in those conversations just like yeah not tonight and then have to brush them off because there's a real consequence to not drinking with other comics socially Mm -hmm. it's like it's networking if you're not doing it they're kind of like okay what's with this guy like unless you're like no no no, i'm sober then they respect it oddly yeah Um, no i think um and i mean like i still feel that need to like loosen up because around con- like the hang with comics, especially people you don't know, it can be very uh, intimidating and, and stressful. So yeah. like, yeah, still sometimes rely on some booze to like loosen me up. I think that I was so petrified and just like tormented by all of the blackout episodes before that. Once I started doing comedy, like I said, I was like, this is not going to be my reputation. You know, this is not going to, this isn't how I want people to know me as. And yeah, you can look at it as, one bad night or 20 bad nights it starts to start people start to identify you with that stuff and you're right that like comedy is a mix of friendship and like professionalism and a lot of them are drinkers and i think i just i don't even know how often i get pressured to drink really Mm. um but i guess when i do it's like i'll just do one and or i'll just like have a beer i'm like i'm just like having one i'm just drinking i'm not i'm not having shots or whatever like i feel like the people who like at this at our age now are pressure take a shot you pussy like they just i'm like shut up you know we're not we're not in college anymore and yeah. i think the people who are pressuring you to take shots are the people who just want to feel better about their own drinking problem for they sure want, they want you to partake for sure but that that pressure is like it's it's tough right because if they have something like that it's it's uh it would be like in a corporate job like your boss pressuring you to do it mm-hmm. you kind of feel like you have that person controls your pay mm-hmm. like that person could, in comedy controls your shows so then you got to balance it out but it's the the self-control is tough right like you said you didn't want to be known as like the blackout guy it's a lot easier said than done yeah for sure it's just like self like will that's that let you do it or like did you have tricks to deal with these people or because sometimes you can't really say no are you like shot over the shoulder type of guy no i never i like i <laughs> i can't think of many times like if, if we're talking about a situation where it's like a booker or someone who can actually help me out who's like come on drink you fucking loser i think that would have a harder time saying no then but if it's like one of our buddies or like some other like a peer or whatever i don't really i think it was just like straight willpower of like I don't want to feel the way that I used to feel the next morning. I don't want to, you know, apologize to people anymore. I don't want to do this. I don't want the to feel the apology tour is oh tough. Oh God! I mean, it I don't want to really feel tough. I don't want to feel the guilt and shame anymore. And so I think it was just like a matter of willpower, and just like I think part of it is also just like once I figured out comedy is what I want to do, and I now feel like I found an identity that, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, whereas I didn't have that in college or high school. Like, I feel like you just, when you get more comfortable with yourself, you can, it's easier to to say no. I'm mean, not even say no, but just, like, keep yourself in control. But there is, it's like, there is definitely still, you're around alcohol constantly. 
And you're doing mad cocaine now. <laughs> no. Never, <laughs> okay. never, never done blow. That scares the shit out of me. Thank God I was not also yeah. into drugs because that, that mean, would have been a bad combination for me. The blackout would have came twice as fast. Uh, and the, last the hangover would have been twice God, as worse. The last thing I needed was a drug to make me think that I could drink more, you know? So I'm glad I never <laughs> got into that. That's smart. <laughs> no, that's smart. And that is one thing. I don't know a lot of comics that do like hard drugs. I know they're out there. Mm-hmm. Like, comic comedy's clicky there's but there's also like there is every type of person in comedy so i know there's people but it's not prevalent uh prevalent like people aren't doing their set and then immediately going into the bathroom and ripping lines yeah. like that's the audiences mm-hmm. you see that all the time yeah, yeah. but like nothing nothing here so yeah is, i don't know many. Good. yeah and i think the ones who are are you know eventually going to be the recovered comics that you yeah. know don't drink or do anything anymore have a whole hour they tour colleges and talk about how bad drugs are to kids exactly yeah sounds like a well-paying gig yeah honestly, I'll, <laughs> if i can mix some jokes in there I'll, i heard, <laughs> I heard the colleges pay well maybe i should start doing blow i don't know i gotta ruin your life to bounce right back yeah for real you gotta have some wisdom to impart oh, man all right well we got about 10 minutes left yeah what stories you have locked and loaded that we haven't gotten to yet let's get out of here on a bang all right we were uh this was the one i was i think is hilarious because what will happen is sometimes like you won't remember and then someone will see you and be like, oh my God, dude, you were on another level. You were fucking having a blast. Like you were the life of the party or whatever. And like, I hated <laughs> hearing that. But um, there was, with my girlfriend at the time, we went to this music festival in Philly. Um, it's like Made in America, like the Jay-Z festival. Okay. This is probably like, I don't know, 2015 or something like that. No, earlier than that, like 2013. And we're there and I, with my girlfriend, blacked out. One of my buddies was there and I was trying to find him in this like massive festival good luck so I just disappeared like my girlfriend and her sister and her boyfriend were there they could not find me <laughs> the entire day I mean we're talking like literally eight to ten hours of me just like on my own was at Benjamin Franklin Parkway in Philly just wandering around trying to find my buddy Carl you know that's what it was and like my girlfriend like endless voicemails from my girlfriend like where the fuck are you and just yeah. like all this what shit what is your state when you're wandering around like, I are mean, you are you keeping the blackout going for that entire time? So, like, I don't know, but then literally the <laughs> funny part, well, there's a few funny parts, but the funniest part about it was three months, no, not even three months, three years or so later, a mutual friend I just happened to run into, and he's like, dude, I haven't seen you since Made in America, and I was like, I saw you at Made in America, he's like, I am not surprised you don't remember, but you oh, were having the time man. of your fucking life, dude, yeah. I've never seen you having so much fun before, and I was like, fuck. Um, that's brutal. And so then, like somehow, I managed to make it back to my girlfriend's um, sister's apartment or whatever, and she was just—they were fucking. She's like, furious. I like you better in Argentina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was an awkward next morning, and that, that was that was day one of the festival. We were staying for day two, and I'm just like, so what do we think about day two? You know, <laughs> Kings of Leon. That's who I like, kind of came to see. I feel like you we know, should go. Good to black out to Kings yeah, of Leon. Yeah, they're really good. So <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like they were so anti going back that night. I just like ruined it for them. Oh. But I convinced my girlfriend at the time to to go back with me. Um, but yeah, that was. So pretty... Did you do it two in a row? No, or I, you better I, behaved the next. I don't night. even think I had a drink the, the second night. Yeah, yeah. We just went for Kings of. That was like the only band I like, wanted to see. So we just went for that. Um, there, was, there was a. I think, um, yeah, like you said, my girlfriend was like, I didn't, I didn't see this in Argentina. But there was another night I blacked out on her birthday. Um, that was good. Yeah, it was her birthday, and I nice. made, it all, made it all about me, you know? Yep. Apparently, uh, one of the male barbacks 
was bending over, bending down to go to the bar, and I just smacked him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know how they didn't kick me. Out. I don't know how I. I rare. I they never. I can't remember many times I actually like got kicked out of like I, was, I don't know they I, didn't kick me out I guess I like I just have a nice smile it's like alright <laughs> don't, don't do it again you he's know? not hurting anyone yeah. he's just obnoxious yeah you know, that sort of thing yeah there is a little bit of a, a privilege to not being like this like you you don't seem for at least from these stories of just knowing you you don't seem like an angry blackout yeah you seem just kind of like you're having too good of a time. For sure. It's like the heckler that's like participating in your set. Yeah. Where deep down you want to murder them, mm-hmm. but you can't go after them because the audience doesn't hate them. Yeah. Am I wrong? There, like, is there that were, accurate? What what type of person did you hear you were? There, it was mostly what you just described of like having too much fun. Um, but there were some uh, some dark periods. <laughs> Definitely some blackouts where I was not, you know, like. <laughs> We don't have to get into it if you're going to get arrested. No, or no, no, like no, no, like that. no, nothing like that. But, you know, <laughs> or canceled. I, my buddy told me there was one where we were at a bar in college and I just went up to like the biggest, like six foot three, 300 pound <laughs> dude. And like, you know, I was trying to fucking pick fights with him. And my buddy was have to like intervene. So like there was definitely uh, a few of those darker, you know, angry drunk. But uh, it was more just um, having too much fun. Which I guess is better. Um, yeah, I prefer none of it, and I'm and I'm glad that uh, <laughs> it's, it was a, it was a problem from the past. But uh, yeah, I guess I'd rather be a happy blackout than uh, for sure than a trying to fight a six foot four <laughs> fucking monster. My, um, my old buddy in college who would blackout, he was more of a fighter. Like yeah. he would blackout, and it was like any anything that anyone did, he'd like. He mostly just wanted to like wrestle and like play wrestle. Yeah. And he wasn't very big, so like most of the time somebody could take him down yeah every once in a while it was like people are like yo does we call somebody right now like this could get not great and we're like no 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 it's fine (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah i think the only calls people were debating was like do we take him to the hospital or not (laughs) i don't think it was ever uh, we need to call the cops um so what else we got we got so the music festival blackout where where of all where are all the places you blacked out so obviously like christmas party bar frat house music festival like uh comedy show has it happened before mm, no all right no, no blackout That's at a comedy good. show yeah uh, what am i missing family th- gathering oh shit i blacked out my brother's wedding yes yeah there it is what's but that story me and my girlfriend at the time were um on the verge of a breakup and I think she knew it was coming so she was more blackout than Those I was. Are, yeah, yeah. The funniest part about that, well, this was right when I was starting to think about doing comedy and I was the best man so I gave a speech and I, I murdered I was like, crushed it. Like I was getting so many yep. laughs so I was like the man after that so after that everyone was like, get your shots or we get your shots. <laughs> so I blacked out. Um, don't really, I don't think anything like happened like nothing stupid happened but the funny part about it was was how blackout my girlfriend was. She was worse than me, like rolling around on the floor. There was like a video. It was, and I'd never seen her like that. My family had never seen her like that. So, you know, you're wow. asking, were you always number one? She was number one that night. I was there number two. Go. But the funniest part about it was the next morning we woke up both just like ass naked. And I see there's like, there's this brown stain across under oh, her. no. Across the entire. And I was like, did you shit the bed? And she moves over and there were chocolates left on the bed. Oh I guess like from the hotel. God. And they just melted 
all over the the bed. It was. It looked disgusting, but it was just chocolate. Which Um, one of you like tasted it first? Oh, just to make sure. We didn't taste it. Like you're like sniffing it. You're like I'm pretty sure. Well, so what happened? We saw some like gold foil like wrappers. So we're like, oh okay, and it said like Godiva or some shit. So I was like, either you swallowed a whole Godiva and shit it out, or like that we're we're just laying on chocolate right now. So it happened to just be chocolate. It was pretty easy to figure out. We didn't have to taste test it or anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, the closest I've ever come to blacking out was at a wedding I didn't yeah. want to be at. And it's something about the mix of, like, love in the air, people having a good time, mm-hmm. unlimited booze. You're yeah, just the like, bar, if man. The, you, it's not the people that are having a good time that mm-hmm. are the ones that are going to black out. It's yeah. the people that do not want to be there. And that's, like, I made a fool of myself that night. I, yeah. That was about as close as I got to... I've ever gotten to to blacking out, and uh, my relationship also ended a couple weeks after yeah, that wedding. Yeah, so. yeah no, this was like a month later we <laughs> broke up. Um, but yeah, man, weddings are weddings are dangerous. I remember when it was my first, like one of my first college friends got married. I was like, you are not gonna. I was very, you're not blacking out. I was like counting drinks. I was like set a time to like switch away from hard liquor to beer, yep. and I didn't black out. And there was one blackout person, and she was just brutal. And I was like never going to be me at a wedding again, you know? So like I've managed to make it through many weddings. I have like fucking seven next year where I, wow. I managed to keep it together. So Shit. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. This, this wedding that I went to, it was one of those where like, I didn't black out, but I found out later that like a bunch of the dudes were doing drugs. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do the drugs. Not really my thing, yeah. but I wanted an invite. Uh-huh. It was like that sort of thing. And Can it I was, at least come to the bathroom with you guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, well, not even like I wanted to know it was, I wanted an offer. So yeah, yeah. I could say no. Do you want was, this ketamine? No. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. But thank, thank I appreciate you. that you're bringing me into this. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those where like I wasn't blackout, but the next day my girlfriend at the time was like, I was like, oh, I didn't get an offer. She goes, you didn't need any yeah, drugs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit. People were talking. What was I doing? God. Like, what's going on there? So, like, I knew what I was doing, but I was at the level where I had no idea what anyone else was doing. Because after you and get that drunk, yeah, you just hope the next morning, you hope I, it was for the best. And then when someone says oh, something like that, your heart sinks. And you're like, dude, oh, God, fucking damn it. Yeah. That was honestly um, that next day. So, the wedding happened. <clears throat> it was in San Diego. I had a flight. Uh, at 6 a.m. the next day, which Ooh. was the worst idea I've ever had in yeah. my fucking life. Oh, Jesus. So I had to wake up at 3, and I was going to stay at the bride and groom's place because my date was um, the maid of honor. Mm-hmm. So all my stuff was there. But I had... Nobody had put together that the bride and groom are not going to be home on their wedding night. <laughs> and so I like I had a hotel that I slept at for like... No, it wasn't even a hotel. I went back to like this party house yeah. that the the um, wedding party had. Slept there for two hours. All my stuff was at the bride and groom's place. I go back there at four in the morning. Everything's locked. <laughs> I found a window that was cracked like this far oh, open. Just like just one inch was able to open it up, pop the screen out. Like, literally B and E'd these people to get my own stuff. And, and then left No, my, I'm stealing my own shit. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, boy, I hope the neighbors don't show up. And I'm like trying to call Delta to be like, can I reschedule a flight? But yeah. they are like, hell no, dude. Like, we can't do that. Um, I was just really hoping nobody saw anything. And I ended up leaving my AirBuds, my uh, AirPods at the place. So I roll up to the, the AirPods airport 
hungover as shit. Like uh, I'm on, I'm trying to take as much Dramamine as possible. Like I'm sure I'm gonna throw up on this plane. I get on the plane, no earbuds or anything. I can't listen to music. Oh uh, yeah, it's from the West Coast, so it's a five hour oh, flight. God, and I dude. literally, I had no headphones. I just sat there. That was the saddest plane ride. I think I've ever had it. It was never ending. And I can't sleep on planes because my legs are too damn long. <laughs> yeah, so shit, that's like, like, yeah, you got to get the extra the extra room. That's my that's my wedding story. So now now from like weddings, I'm like, all right, I got to have I got to think it out better beforehand because I do like getting drunk at weddings. I like dancing when I'm drunk, like all this other stuff. But I was like, man, I got to I got to put myself together to like actually not suffer the next day and i think once you get that in your mind and the hangovers are another huge reason why i was like you know your, your day's ruined and like we have jobs we have comedy like we got shit yeah. to do i got yes and exactly. so like being hungover it ruins my day and i just i can't you can't do it anymore even so. if it's a friday night i'm thinking about like well shit i was gonna like do laundry on saturday now i gotta do that sunday and sunday i was gonna do this but now i gotta fuck and then you're just you're behind for a week yeah. but even not blacking out like me and, me and Yasko's podcast is basically us just hungover as fuck on a Sunday, like trying, <laughs> willing our way to like think of something that doesn't involve like ordering Chinese food and talking about that, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, man, I, I hope, I feel like I'm getting to a place soon where I can start to, you know, call the nights earlier because, you know, you'll, you'll extend the night just hoping that you'll, something miraculous will happen and a girl will end up, you know, yeah. and just like, you got to know when to call quits and, you know. Come 3 a.m. You don't need to still be fucking out that, trying, you know. That is 100% true, and I needed to hear that now because mm -hmm. last weekend I was out till 5.15 in the morning. Yeah, so like, I can't do that anymore. No, no. Dude, this was fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by. It was fun and traumatic. It Thank was, you for yes, me, man. I exactly. appreciate it. What do, you, what do you have to plug? You got a podcast with Corey Oskowitz who just did this. We yeah. did an episode on yeah. Squid Game, so go check that out. Yeah. Um, but you got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, the podcast called All Days Off. You can follow us on Instagram at All Days Off Pod or on you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that. Um, I got a show I'm producing, Big Wave Comedy. Uh, we do it at uh, 10 Degrees Bar right around here in the East Village. That's with Drew Beekler. Drew Beekler, was also another great comic. On. Oh, he yeah. was on too. Yeah, yeah we um, talked uh, reality competition TV shows. <laughs> so go Drew, check that out. If you Drew's like a the nerd Bachelor, about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, he was one of those people I was like, I honestly don't know what he's going to pick. It yeah, could be something it, really wacky. It could have been anything. And then he goes, reality TV. And I was yeah. like, not what I thought yeah, it was going to be, but I'll take it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Big Wave Comedy, <laughs> Tuesdays at, uh, we're, we're working on more dates, and then uh, just my personal handle, at Aronson Comedy. Give me a follow, come to a show. Very nice. As always, follow me at Corey T Comedy, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Um, please like, subscribe, share with a friend, um, do what you need to do, and uh, Alex, we'll have you on again sometime. Yeah, this man. was fun. Thank you, dude.